In this episode of Tim Talks, we're going to talk about the buzz phrase, direct to fan. I'm going to give you my take on it and what I think it really means and how the best way to do this is with your email list. We're going to talk about some of the different email marketing tools that are out there, and I'll give you my recommendation and my reasoning behind that. And then I'm going to give you a few quick start action items for starting and growing your email list today. Are you ready? That's today on Tim Talks, Episode 7. Welcome to Tim Talks, the podcast helping the independent musician online. If you're looking to build your web presence, expand your reach, grow your email list, and sell more of your music on the internet, then this is the podcast for you. With short and actionable episodes every Monday and Thursday, Tim Talks is all about demystifying social media, digital marketing, and all things online business for indie artists. Let's dive in. Could you use $100 to invest in your musical pursuits? With the launch of the new podcast, I'm doing a drawing for a $100 gift card to Sweetwater Music. Head on over to freemusicgift.com and enter the drawing to win. If you're using the podcast app on your iPhone, just tap the Tim Talks podcast image and the link will pop right up. The drawing closes on Thursday, March the 26th, and I'll be announcing the winner in the 12th episode of Tim Talks, which is going to go live on Monday, March the 30th. So make sure you enter soon. Again, head over to freemusicgift.com today. Episode number seven, here we are, guys. I'm Nate Fancher, your host here on Tim Talks. Happy Thursday. That's when this podcast is actually going live. I'm recording this on a Friday, as I always do. You may be listening to this on a totally different day, and that's the beauty of podcasts, the on-demand world that we live in, right? Um, Yeah, so happy to have you back, and um, I want to bring something up before we get into uh, the, the meat of our content today, which is basically... Um, kind of an overview of of email and why I think it's so important for you to have an email list. Um, I want to just remind you guys, if you listen in in the first episode, I brought up this little thing called the Tim Marketing Health Check. It's just a little quiz, basically, and you can find it at theindependentmusician.com slash health. You don't have to opt in for anything. Um, It's a little quiz that'll give you an honest look at your online efforts. It's 30 questions. Um, It takes a little bit of time, you know, a few minutes, just fly through it. 30 questions, and um, some of them might be a little bit hard for you. Some of them might be easy. I don't know where you are, but it's going to assess your situation when it comes to your marketing uh, education, your marketing know-how, and um, it'll give you a little bit of an idea of the things that we're going to be talking about here on the podcast as well. Um, it's pretty cool. At the end of it, you'll you'll see um, a little grade. It's not exactly a grade, but you know, I have four different categories. I have novice. That's the first category. I have Worker B, that's the second category. Third category is Pro, and then the fourth category is Expert. And those four categories um, are, are there, you know, basically you'll, you'll have one of those four categories. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, anyway, theindependentmusician.com slash health is where you can take that, and um, it's pretty interesting stuff. So, okay, today's episode is all about direct-to-fan and how th- this phrase has become the quintessential indie music buzz phrase of the last 10 years or so. Um, and in this episode, I want to tell you why developing an intentional email marketing model around your music, around your message, whatever you're doing, is the best way to cultivate direct-to-fan, uh, that direct-to-fan heartbeat of your music and your business. Uh, by the way, you need to start getting used to calling what you do your business. <laughs> I know it doesn't seem as hip as your art or as 
spiritual as calling it your ministry or whatever, but you, you need to view what you're doing as a business if you want to build something sustainable because an artist has to somehow pay for their paintbrushes and their canvases, let alone pay to put food on their table. So you'll, you'll hear me use business language quite a lot here on the podcast, but it's not meant to be anti-art. Um, in fact, I believe art and commerce make for quite a wonderful pair if you do it the right way. Um, that's what I love talking about, and, and we'll be talking a lot about that kind of stuff along the way, but let's get back to the topic here. Um, you want to cultivate relationships with your fans. At the end of the day, that's the true meaning of direct-to-fan. It's all about building relationships with real people. Nothing beats face-to-face, of course, at a show, for example, getting off the stage and shaking someone's hand and, and, and doing more than just signing an autograph, but, but having a genuine conversation and asking them questions, showing interest in their life, serving them. We talked about that in episode six, the last episode, um, making, making everything that you're doing all about helping people. The problem with this, though, is that face-to-face doesn't easily scale. In other words, you can't possibly have genuine, caring, helpful conversations with thousands of people. It doesn't scale. So what scales? Email. Email does. I have a very specific method to email marketing, and it's all about building relationships and providing value. It's the face-to-face mindset, but done through a simple message to someone's email inbox. You offer value, you solicit feedback, and you cultivate relationships. Offer value, solicit feedback, cultivate relationships. Um, If you've been on my email list for any length of time, you might recognize that approach. I I try to always keep things conversational, yet to the point. I try to always have something of value and, and, and giving you something, letting you know about something that's valuable. And I try to be consistent. Um, We're going to be kicking off a little series on email marketing and list building in episodes 11 through 14, and uh, we're going to be talking all about email marketing in a lot more detail um, because it's a big subject. There's no possible way to cover it exhaustively here on the podcast, but but I want to get you pointed in the right direction, so you'll definitely want to pay attention to those episodes. But in this episode, I simply want to persuade you, um, if you still need it, many of you might be like, yeah, Nate, we got it. What do I need to do? (laughs) Um, I'll get to that in a second. But, but I want to drill down a, a bit more on this point, this point right here. The email inbox is the last sacred channel of communication. Social media and your blog isn't as private as your inbox. And it's also not as direct. When you get an email from someone you know, what do you do? Well, you open it. You might not open it right away. You might go, oh my gosh, I got to get to that. You might feel this pressure. Uh, but the point is, is you listen. You, you, um, you pay attention. That person who has interrupted you, who has uh, sent you something into your inbox, has your attention. And uh, yes, email inboxes can get crazy, chaotic, and a little overwhelming at times for us as email users. So a little inbox management is always good to do. But if someone gives you their email addy, they're giving you their attention. They're giving you their permission to reach out to them. And this makes me think of that old saying, to whom much is given, much is required. And remember that? It all comes back to serving and helping the person reading your email broadcast, the, the person on the other side. Remember that acronym. You're going to hear it a lot from me. W-I-F-T, what's in it for them? But how does it scale? You know, how does it actually scale? I brought up that scale factor a moment ago. Because when I first started building an email list, I was actually using the free account with MailChimp. And um, 
by the way, we're going to address all of these email marketing programs in the upcoming series on email. Um, but, but anyway, I started with the free account and with MailChimp, you don't get the autoresponder included in the free account. So I was getting signups, but I was manually emailing everyone a welcome and a thank you email every time someone signed up. That was a lot of work. <laughs> I was manually emailing everybody, um, like the good old way. You know, it, you know, like if you were to write me an email right now directly and say, hey, Nate, da 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 I'm going to manually write you back, okay? Um, I was doing this with everyone who signed up. And uh, the problem is that it got very hard when more and more people started signing up, and that is the scale part. I mean, it was really cool because I was I was like hands on, I was engaging with people, um, but it doesn't scale. You need to have an autoresponder. Now that word for some needs some definition. Um, it doesn't mean uh, you know like when you go on vacation, and you leave leave a little note that responds to people when they email you. Hey, I'm on vacation and I'm not checking email until I get back on such and such a date. You know what I'm talking about? That's what some people think of when they hear the word autoresponder. But in the digital marketing space, an autoresponder is simply a tool that allows you to automate follow-up emails so you don't have to sit there and write a new one every single time. Why? Because it's not scalable to do that. Some folks uh, might have an objection to this. They might think, this doesn't seem as personal, though. It doesn't seem very personal. And to that, I simply say, it all depends on your email. We're going to go back to the email you're sending. If all you're doing is sending out a cold marketing e-blast with no conversational tone and no authentic desire to connect with them and to help them, then yeah, it's not going to be good. But you can write a personal email once in your autoresponder. You put the first name field so that it makes it more personal. When they get it, they'll see their name. And then you're done. You've done it once. You only write it once to your list of 500 instead of writing it 500 times, right? When I was manually uh, following up with new signups when I first got started, I actually pre-wrote an email and would copy and paste them every time. And I might do some tweaking here and there, but but I got tired of writing the same email every time. Um, and so I was I was still I was doing what I could do to work smarter, not harder. Um, again, it's all about scalability. That's what this is about. And if you want to reach more people while having a personal direct to fan approach, you need an email autoresponder. But when it comes to being personal and all of that, it really just depends on what you're sending to your list. Again, offer value, ask questions, make it down to earth, make it conversational, solicit feedback. This is what I call cultivating your list. And when you do this, people will actually respond. They'll engage with you. Many of you actually who are signed up to, to, to the Tim Talks list have responded to my main emails that are sent out from my autoresponder. And um, here's what's actually cool. Um, something that you can do to take it to the next level is you follow up directly with those emails in the normal one-to-one -one way. Um, remember the acronym, W-I-I-F-T, what's in it for them. They're giving you permission to reach out to them and uh, to, to whom much is given, much is required. It all comes back to serving and helping people. Do this and you'll not only be able to scale to bigger numbers, with an, with an autoresponder, but you'll have a loyal fan base. And you'll have people who are engaged with what you're saying. This is really at the heart of direct-to-fan marketing. Cultivate relationship, nurture your list, give, give, give. Let me tell you about an online tool that has completely made my life so much easier. Leadpages.net is your one-stop shop for creating landing pages, 
opt-in pages and sales pages that convert. Trust me, guys. You could spend hours designing your own landing pages with a web developer or even longer if you're a DIY guy or gal. But Lead Pages literally gives you an easy button. With just a few clicks and customizations, you can have high converting landing pages and squeeze pages in literally under five minutes. It's well worth the investment if you're serious about growing your email list fast. Just head over to theindependentmusician.com slash lead pages and sign up today. Again, that's theindependentmusician.com slash lead pages. All right, guys, it's action item time. I'm going to send you out with some action items. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get practical here. Um, so all this talk about direct a fan and email. What do you what do you do now? What are you gonna go do today? Because taking action is the only way to move forward, right? Number one is if you are sending out um, email type things to big groups using your Gmail, then you need to stop that because that's spam, and um, that might be a shock to you. Um, and I'm not talking about the one off things where you send you know to like ten people at your church or something like that, and you're um, sending them a uh, an update about something. That's different. I'm talking about if you start to collect emails and you're putting them in your Gmail account and you're grouping them into some group and you're sending them a marketing email. It is a marketing email. If, if you don't uh, like calling it that, I'm sorry. That is what it is. But you want to go to an email service provider. You want to go sign up with MailChimp or AWeber or Mad Mimi or GetResponse or any of these um you know, Constant Contact's another one, any of these email services. And um, I am going to suggest either MailChimp or AWeber if you're getting started. And I put together a little video and a blog post uh, at theindependentmusician.com forward slash AWeber dash versus dash MailChimp. I'll link up to that in our show notes. And um, there I go over MailChimp and AWeber. I actually now am mainly using AWeber between these two. And um, I suggest AWeber if you're going to pick. I go over that in the video, but um, choose one of these. Uh, MailChimp has a free account, but you don't get the autoresponder. Um, AWeber, you can try the first month for $1, and if you don't like it, you can uh, pull out of it and not pay for it. But um, head over to that blog post, and you can see all about that. But um, also, you hear me every every single episode, you hear me talk about lead pages. And guys, I'm serious about lead pages. It's the easiest way to get people signed up. It's the easiest way to collect emails um, it looks great, and you can you can really um, take your list building to the next level and start to get a lot of people signed up. So, um, yeah, that is your plan. Understand spam, number one. Number two, pick your um, email service provider, and then collect emails, number three. And you might do that just at Facebook if you want to just get on Facebook and put a little uh, status post update thing and say, hey, guys, I'm starting an email list, and I'd love for you to join it. And you can link over to your uh, your your form that that Mailchimp or Aweber gives you. Don't forget, guys, that this is all about people. It's all about serving people, and um, and direct to fan and all that's so so vital. Okay, I'd love for here. I'd love for here. I'd love to hear how this goes for you. So please leave a comment in today's show notes, letting me know at theindependentmusician.com forward slash seven, as I've just said, guys. $100 to Sweetwater Music is the gift card. It's the giveaway. It's the drawing for this month. I'm going to be doing that drawing um, on the 27th of March. It closes on the night of the 26th at midnight, so make sure you get over there and you uh, sign up. Now, how this works is simple. You go over to freemusicgift.com if you have not yet signed up. There for our email list, you'll, you'll get on our list. 
and then uh, you'll see another page that takes you to where you put in multiple entries to uh, to be a, a winner. And so there are various things that you can do to um, enter every day, and you can increase your chances to win. So head over to freemusicgift.com and enter the drawing there. And um, I'd love to see you as the winner. I'll announce you on the podcast, podcast episode number 12. That's episode number 12, March the 30th. And um, it's going to be great. All right, guys, again, freemusicgift.com. I'd love to see you as the winner of that $100 gift card to Sweetwater Music. Okay, guys, going to move on here into the next episode. I'm actually recording these back-to-back-to-back, and I want to get into that one. That's episode eight. It's coming up next. It's all about what is called direct response marketing. This is super exciting. I'm going to give you a crash course in the oldest and the most effective way to market and sell anything. That's in episode eight, guys. We'll see you right there on Tim Talks.